This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Angela Cocott, live on location at Mill Street Brew Pub. Our patio tour continuing. Every couple of weeks, we check out a different patio in Calgary. And we are on the lovely patio of Mill Street Brew Pub. They've been around for about seven months. And the cool thing is, is if you've ever seen Mill Street in the liquor store when you're making your brewing choices, they are actually brewing it right here on site. And then they've got a great restaurant connected with it. And we're on 17th Avenue and 2nd Street Southwest. So... The building the restaurant in has a great connection to Calgary's past. And we're going to find out more about the historical building. We'll find out about the brew pub throughout the afternoon. But uh, right now, we're enjoying the lovely weather. A little breezy, yes. Nothing like it was yesterday. And nothing like what Red Deer experienced later today as well at 5.15. We're going to catch up with the reporter in Red Deer just to find out how extensive the damage was when that uh, wind picked up incredibly in that community. I want to talk, though, this hour. And it's a hot topic because... It was a few years back. We remember how crazy Calgary's housing market was. And a lot of people were getting in quickly and wondering if that was the right time to buy. A lot of young people now still figuring out when is the right time to buy. We've seen prices soften in Calgary over the last couple of years. We've seen interest rates stay extremely low. But is it the right time to buy? And is buying always the right option? I know when I brought up this topic in the past, we've had uh, great input from listeners saying whether or not they would decide to rent or buy and some of the, the challenges that that comes with. But I want to set the conversation up with Joy D'Souza. She's a producer, editor, and lifestyle writer for HuffPost Canada. She joins us today. Hello, Joy. Oh, there you are. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now, Joy. I just think uh, we're just making a connection there. Joyce, thanks so much for joining us. And as I mentioned, you're with HuffPost Canada, and I I enjoyed your article on HuffingtonPost.ca earlier this week talking about the decision you had to make in buying a condo. Can you give me a little bit of background? Because I think a lot of young people, they have to make that decision to buy or to rent. But you had... A little bit of extra pressure in this decision. Tell me your story. Yeah, that's right. So for me, um, I had rented while I was in university. But when I came back to my parents' house, I was kind of given this proposition that you just don't rent. You either buy on your own or you buy once you're married. And at the time, I was single and I couldn't you know, fathom moving back home after being on my own for so long. So I really debated a long time about, you know, whether or not I should, you know, stand up to my parents and say, no, I'm just going to rent because this is what I want to do. Or if I listen to them and save my money and tried to buy my own place, which I eventually did. You, you did that, and, and you're probably not different than a lot of other young people who listen to their parents' advice, and some would probably say, no, don't get into the market now, or others would say, you're right, this is a huge investment for you. But as a young person, why was that a hard decision for you to make when you had to make this choice of saving up to buy your first home? Well, I mean, the big part for me was that I didn't want to disappoint my parents, you know, especially coming as a child of an immigrant family. 
you know, you're raised having lots of respect towards your parents. They've made so many sacrifices for you. You don't want to do anything that they would think is incorrect. Um, and for my parents, one of that, that big thing was renting a property because as far as my dad was concerned, you just weren't going to save enough money. There was no way that you could both rent and save to eventually own your own home. And for him, that was the end goal, to always own your own property. Um, for me, I mean, I I didn't necessarily agree with that. I looked around quite a bit. Um, but in the end, I, I did end up agreeing with him, and I ended up saving and purchasing in Toronto. In Toronto. And, Joy, I'm glad you pointed that out because Toronto has been an incredibly hot market for a, lot of, a long time. And I think that probably also is part of your decision because you're you're going to be buying in such an overheated market. Did, did that concern you as far as is this the right time? Do I wait for prices to go down a bit? Absolutely. I looked around quite a bit um, and I, I did end up purchasing in an area that was an up and coming market. So it wasn't as expensive as living right downtown and more on the West End. Um, but I remember looking at some places that were at least 150000 over my budget point that were significantly smaller than what I ended up getting. Um, and I just, I was shocked and I kept on thinking there's no way that I can possibly afford to spend this much and get a place. And then I lucked out and ended up finding one. But what surprises me now is that, you know, those prices that I thought were ridiculous back then are even higher now. So in a way, I do feel lucky that I bought in when I did. Now, the difference here, though, is you were, as you say, living with your parents. When you finished university, they allowed you to come home, but only on the condition that you were saving with the ultimate goal of buying a house. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And so, you, I mean, that, that's a big help then, because a lot of people are trying to save money and are still in a situation where they're also having to rent. Absolutely. I mean, I honestly believe that I probably would not be able to have afforded my place, even though I was working multiple jobs, if I didn't have the support of not only my parents, but also my sister. So I had lived with my parents straight out of school, and then my sister ended up in the same situation. She also graduated university and wanted to move out, but couldn't, waited until she could buy a place, and she thankfully, for me at least, bought a two-bedroom condo so she let me live with her for what was supposed to just be one year and then ended up being a little bit more until I could afford my own. Joy how long was that period of having to save before you could have a down payment for a condo in Toronto? I mean I have been working part-time jobs here and there since I was 15 years old. I got a full-time job straight out of university and saved all of that time. So even what I paid for university, I fortunately came out without debt and managed to just keep on saving until I went, uh, until I bought my place. So I'd, I'd say it was probably close to 10 years, to be honest. Wow. So your advice to, and, and you're in your mid to late 20s, am I giving anything away here? That's right. Yep. No, nope, that's correct. Your advice to other millennials who are trying to make that decision, and if they're in a situation great where they can actually save money while living at home, but are, are you saying it's, it's the, the right thing to do? Ah, that's a tricky one. You know, a couple of friends have asked me if they should buy or if they shouldn't. I recently told a friend who 
didn't take my advice. She ended up buying her own place. But I told her to stay home for a bit longer and keep on saving because the market is just so high. I can't imagine spending, you know, $600,000, $700,000 on a one-bedroom condo. So, wow. I, you know, I think everyone's got to make their own decisions yep. for themselves. And, and in the end, you're glad you did it, but uh, I wanted to just say one thing or share one line that you had in your column in the Huffington Post. You said, I waited another year, saved up a little more, purchased my own one-bedroom condo in 2015, a mere week before my 27th birthday. I was terrified and cried on the night of my closing. Why were you terrified? I just wasn't sure if I was able to do it. I, I mean, I knew I had the money in the bank. I, you know, everybody had, everything had been approved, but I just didn't want to get in over my head. I didn't want to be house poor. Um, and I didn't want to end up having to admit failure and end up moving back home one day with this shame of having purchased, but not be able to carry a mortgage. Well, you know what? Great perspective. Joy, thanks so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. You bet. Joy D'Souza, she is a producer, editor, and lifestyle writer for Huffington Post Canada. And as I mentioned, her column is in HuffingtonPost.ca. After the break, though, I, I want to get that perspective because I think that is, it ultimately comes down to an individual's choice. But I, I do feel for millennials or anyone who's trying to make the decision of, should I continue to rent? Should I, am I able to even save? How long is it taking? You know, Joy mentioned it was uh, 10 years of constantly saving and thinking about purchasing your own property and as she said cultural because her father said as an immigrant you come here and you do all you can to be able to own your own property so I want to talk with uh, someone from the University of Calgary's Haskane School of Business it's the Westman Center for Real Estate Studies I will uh, check in with her after this Calgary Today with Angela Cocott weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary